broadcasting from Ann Arbor, Michigan. This is The Korea File, a bi-weekly podcast about music, culture, and society from around the Korean Peninsula. I'm Andre Goulet. On this episode, three things about Jeju. Historically, it's a place of exile. If you fell out of favor with the king and his entourage in the Chosun era courts, you'd be sent to Jeju for an early retirement. It's also historically been perceived as an island of outsiders, Korean but not Korean, with its own language and traditions that are unique to Jeju within the social and historical context of Korean culture, particularly in the matriarchal structure of Jeju's society and economy. And Jeju sees itself as an island of peace. This is in large part because of the memory of the 30,000 victims of the government-sanctioned massacres of 1947 and 1948, who continue to be remembered and mourned here every year on April 3rd. In this context, the controversy over the construction of a massive naval base at Gangjung Village on the southern coast of the island isn't surprising. What began as a local protest by islanders concerned about the base's social and environmental impact has grown into one element of a larger peace movement linking the three islands of Jeju, Taiwan, and Okinawa against the regional history of colonialism, militarism, and environmental exploitation. Early this summer, a peace market was held on a quiet canal running through Gangjung, emptying out into the ocean next to the fenced-off naval base construction site. The community event offered kiosks with organic jams and vegetarian burgers, as well as a seaside budo performance, a kind of politicized interpretive dance performed in billowing white cottons and face paint, accompanied by a dozen percussionists sitting on the rocks around the dancers. During the performance, the audience was confronted with the dramatic contrast of the island's rugged natural beauty and the naval base's path of destruction. To our left, the blue open sea. To our right, a backhoe digging up the earth behind a tall barbed wire fence. After the performance, I spoke with Sonny, an activist with the American Catholic Worker Movement, about his work in Gangjung and about what it means to maintain a contested space in the face of overwhelming odds. My name's Sonny, uh, part of the Catholic Worker Movement. We're joining uh, the peace effort here for two months where they have daily witnesses of uh, a mass, Catholic mass, a rosary, singing and dancing, maintaining a contested space because of this navy uh, place. Right, we're standing outside of the uh, half-finished construction of a new Korean naval base. Tell listeners a little bit about that. Well... They call it a South Korean base, but nothing that South Korea does in the military, they don't do it without the U.S. backing and support. So this is going to be a U.S. extended base, and it's going to put this island, of all islands in South Korea, in jeopardy because these poor people suffered the first consequences of the U.S. imperial post-World War II uh, gig uh, by losing... 25 to 30,000 people in a misdirected uh, South Korean uh, counterinsurgents effort, calling them communist, uh, and they were dead before they even fired a shot against the North Koreans. It's an awful history that South Korea just recently owned up to and apologized. I, being an American from the empire, we don't have to apologize. Hell, we don't even have to remember what happened here with Grumby Rock is just a tragedy. Grumby, Grumby Rock is? Grumby Rock is that special coil, soft living coil that came, came took thousands, millions of years to uh, evolve upon which this village, Gang, uh, Grand, um, the village here, has supported itself. Uh, and uh, they just came in uh, uh, despite the wishes of the people and uh, named it national security, very familiar term for Americans, uh, and destroyed the rock, and they're putting this base here. 
but you guys, you're here witnessing um, and and acting as sort of um, people to call attention to what's happening in Gangjun. Yes, uh, we're part of the larger, not so large, peace movement in the world, trying to confront the American Empire. Mm. We happen to be Americans, so it's our particular grief and and opportunity that there's no place in the world we can't go. We can't find the U.S. footprint of empire and destruction. You must know some of the details. How long ago was the beginning of the construction of the base? Uh, they started it, actually started about seven or eight years ago. Uh, and it, they took about four or five years of struggle with the uh, the locals. Uh, and they, they gave lots of misinformation, very familiar. They lied about what was going on. Uh, they said they would uh, be careful with the ecology. Well, that's not happening, friend. You can see that. Uh, and uh, and they're coming here despite the wishes of the local people. We're standing outside the half-constructed base. Uh, there's barbed wire and uh, banners fluttering in the breeze uh, announcing no naval base in Gangjung. And we just saw a performance right here on the coast. Uh, who was that? You know... We just came because of the market, so we just, you don't need to know the names of these people <laughs> to see the pain and grief that that artistic expression was was delivering about the killing of this environment. What did you see? I saw a pain, mostly women's pain, up against that wall, hugging the rock. These are dancers in all white flowing robes. Right, crying and grieving the loss of a beloved uh, natural uh, habitat that the people here have lived on and supported themselves. We can see a backhoe right behind us uh, digging up something. The contrast is really jarring between this sort of peace marché and uh, what's happening here with the building. Um, What is the peace marché? What have you seen? Well, we're seeing them in art form, remembering what happened here and is happening here. And if they were not here... There would be no memory of what happened here. So places like this need to be contested. People need to, in artistic expression and in nonviolent resistance, don't give up. Tell me a bit about your organization, Catholic Workers Union? It's a radical late movement in the U.S. started by Dorothy Day in the 30s. Uh, They're known for their works of mercy. We're pacifists which in the 30s there were no Catholic pacifists. Uh, and uh, we live in voluntary community, and we're very small and insignificant. What is, a, what is a voluntary community? Voluntary community is you choose to be in it, unlike your family of origin, which was given to you by birth. What does that entail for the, for the community that you guys are part of? Well, we, we live uh, out of the common uh, uh, beg. We beg for everything. Nobody gets salary. It's a very kind of cultural thing in the U.S., and... Uh, and one of the most difficult things we do is live with each other because we're not born this way. We're just brought up in a culture that makes it difficult to live with each other. So the works of mercy are feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless. We work with homeless people, and that is the antidote to our spiritual illness. Mm. One of the services that you guys do as well, the, the sort of voluntary service, would be coming to places like Jeju to be on oh, the front sure. lines of this peace is, movements. We're the example of the wealth of the common good. We don't make a dime, but we can afford to get over here, beg the money, live very, very simply with the peace people here who don't make a lot of money, and uh, do what we need to do, sometime risk arrest, go to jail, 
what, yeah, what does that mean for you day to day when you guys you come to the gates of the base and hang out? Every represent? day at 11, we go to the main gate. There's a Catholic mass, a rosary. Then the peace folks uh, gather to do a singing and dancing for about 20 minutes. We block the entrance. Periodically, the federal police come out of the base, move us. The traffic goes back and forth, and then we go back. And this is kind of a delicate thing that's been developed over the years because in the past, thousands of people have come here to protest. Hundreds have been arrested, and cumulatively, years of jail time have been served. And in that crowd, Roman Catholic priests and nuns have been part of it. And remarkable, the Roman Catholic bishop of this diocese has spoken out against the base and he's put his words backed his words up by instructing his parishes and his parish priest on a rotating basis to come here daily and celebrate mass and pray the rosary for peace Mm. and it's that delicate space with the church in between the peace folks and the cops that allow us to do this a kind of human shield kind of human shield, a human witness. So day to day, there's a lot of tension when you guys go out there. How do you handle that? Well, we, we bring the spirit of nonviolence. Uh, the, the police, I mean, I've been to the States. The police ain't nearly as nice as these folks are here right now. But that's all been worked out. They weren't always nice. A lot of the folks I'm with right now got beat up a number of times. And they've been thrown in jail. And they've done time. And because a lot of them, the ones I know, are priests and nuns, the state doesn't want that kind of uh, uh, press anymore. So both actors in this kind of have their roles figured out? They do, but it's a tenuous thing because it can't last forever. And the state is hoping we quit. And uh, we just have to keep being faithful. How do people keep their morale up? How do they keep spirits up? Well, I, uh, the crowd that uh, come from a faith point of view have their faith that dictates it. The crowd that doesn't come from a faith point of view has their basic humanity and the deep sense of love and internalizing the grief that happened here and turn it to positive because that's what you do with bad grief. You turn it to positive through public witnessing and artistic expression. Like we saw today. Like we saw today. You guys are here for a couple more months, but where do you see this movement going as the base continues its progression towards completion? Well, this particular... uh, They're in transition because they were hoping to stop it. And they did a great job, but they didn't. So now they're looking forward in the future and connecting with Okinawa and Taiwan islands to try to form a peace community, uh, inner island community, to demilitarize these islands. Uh, And that would be a great step towards demilitarizing uh, the Asian area and and moving the U.S. empire back to where it belongs, in its own borders. And we Americans are part of that struggle, and we apologize everywhere we go for what we're doing to the planet and to the human race. And calling attention to it through actions like what you guys are doing here. Correct.
That's the Korea file for this week, thanks to Sunny of the Catholic Workers' Movement. For more information on efforts to stop the construction of the Gangjung Naval Base, go to savejejunow.org. You can find new episodes of the Korea file on iTunes and Stitcher as a feature contributor at koreafm.net, koreabridge.net, eslrok.com, and blogtalkradio.org. If you like what you hear, like us on Facebook. And on September 30th, what's the relationship between American military base expansion and consolidation and city planning in the greater Seoul area? Join me for a conversation with Berkeley academic Bridget K. Martin on militarism-urbanization linkages in South Korea. Until then, thanks for listening. From Ann Arbor, Michigan, I'm Andre Goulet. Thank <laughs> you.